Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now morning. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, live in the Bank Plus studio. Streaming worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. That's right. We are live in the Bank Plus studio. Blake Scott filling in for Bow Bounds on a Tito's Thirsty Thursday. It's the last day of SEC Media Days and excited to have you along as we hit on the potential meltdown coming from Jimbo Fisher. Some of the highlights of the last three days. And, of course, I've got a handful of topics to hit with you. Everything from the NFL to, could it be? Could I hit the Major League Baseball All-Star game? We might. We just might. Stay with me, folks. It's not what you think. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds on a beautiful Thursday morning. Excited to have you along for the ride. If you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to have you join. You can join on the Ag Up Equipment text line. That's right. Mississippi Ag, now Ag Up Equipment. Visit agup.com for a retail location nearest you. The Ag Up Equipment text line. It's 601-885-3776. 885-3776. Save it in your phone. You'll need it for later. Maybe giving away a couple things today, including a little out-of-bounds prize pack. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. It's It's a... You know, boss is away. It's time for me to play kind of day. You know what I mean? We're going to have a little fun. You know how I like to do it. I love to give away Bo's stuff when he's not here. And uh, I think you guys like to take it. We've been giving away bag coolers uh, all week. Kersey Hesselbein, fantastic, fantastic bag coolers. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Alabama, Roll Tide, Paul. And we've been having fun with that because it's SEC Media Days. We are now 
on day four is the final day, and Bo Bounds is out on assignment. That's right, folks. If you follow him on the Twitters, at Bo Bounds. That's right, at Bo Bounds. Or you can go to Instagram, at Bo underscore Bounds. You, too, can be a part of SEC Media Days as Bo Bounds heads over to Atlanta. He's going to check out Jimbo Fisher, the College Football Hall of Fame, and then rumor has it he'll be in Truist Park tomorrow night to check out the Atlanta Braves, your reigning World Series champion, Atlanta Braves, taking on the Angels and Shohei Otani. And that's not the only MLB we're going to talk today, folks. I have something to get into, but first I want to let you know that the Out of Bounds Show, of course, is brought to you by Mississippi Smart Homes. That's right, MSSmarthomes.com. Jake Manning and the crew, you've heard us talk about it before. We'll talk about it again. Jake Manning, MSSmarthomes.com. They do home automation, whether that's security systems, whether that is lighting, whether that's a home theater system. You don't want to head into college football and NFL season without an up-to-date, ready-to-go home theater system. You know, we used to call them man caves. I call them family caves now. Everybody's down there watching football. And then you turn it to the movie when you're done with the football. I mean, it's, it's multi-purpose. You got to check them out. MSSmarthomes.com. MSSmarthomes.com. Jake Manning and the crew will take care of you. Tell them the Out of Bounds show sent you. Before I get into my MLB topic, because I think it's a big one, today you have Jimbo Fisher ending SEC media days. He will wrap things up around midday today in Atlanta. Josh Heupel from Tennessee also going to talk today. And uh, Vanderbilt's, no, excuse me, Vanderbilt went with... uh, Alabama. I have to see who the the last one is, but it's all about Jimbo Fisher. It's all about Jimbo Fisher at twelve thirty. It's all about Jimbo Fisher and what he says about NIL, what he says about Nick Saban in Alabama, what he says about Texas A and M. He stood on his soapbox and talked about how players have taken to Texas A and M's campus, College Station. By storm because of the pride and the prestige of the Aggie Nation. Because the tradition of Texas A&M football reigns supreme in college sports. No, no, no. We all know what happened, Jimbo Fisher. We all know exactly why kids came to A&M this year. We know why they've come to A&M over the last few years. Everyone's well aware of how this game is played. Money exchanges hands, only now we do it in the NIL form. And there's still, be very clear, as Bo has alluded to and so have I, there is still money being moved behind the scenes. Just because NIL is legal doesn't mean that's the only way things are being moved around. So Jimbo Fisher comes out against Nick, at first Lane Kiffin, Back at signing day when Lane Kiffin made some comments about NIL. And you know, look, we all know how Lane is. Just trying to find some recruits. We all all know how Lane is. He wasn't afraid. Jimbo Fisher called him a clown boy. Now, a few months later, Nick Saban, in an offhanded comment late at night in Birmingham, drops that, you know, A&M paid for all their players. A&M paid for all their players, is what Nick Saban, the GOAT, said. It's really despicable. And Jimbo Fisher gave us the meltdown of all meltdowns in recent SEC football history. 
I think that press conference absolutely trumps the quote-unquote hostage press conference from Ross Bjork, Hugh Freeze. I think Jimbo's rant against his former head coach, his boss, his mentor at times, Nick Saban. Don't get it twisted. Jimbo Fisher owes Nick Saban. He cut his teeth. He can talk about Bobby Bowden all he wants, but he doesn't get to Bobby Bowden without what he did under Nick Saban. So don't don't forget that. For all Jimbo wants to run his mouth, and believe me, he's been running his mouth. A guy named Slice Bread. He owes his career to Nick Saban. There is no doubt about that. And so I think it's very interesting what Jimbo did after the Saban comments. He then doubled down on radio in San Antonio. And so what will Jimbo Fisher say today when he wraps up SEC Media Days at 1230? What will Jimbo Fisher say? For those of you who don't know, this is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Live in the Bank Plus studio, brought to you by MS Smart Homes, Mississippi Smart Homes, MSSmarthomes.com, MSSmarthomes.com. Jake Manning and the crew, they can take care of you. It's a free estimate. They will come out, check out what you need to know. They'll tell you exactly what you need, what you don't need. They're not going to mess with you. It's a good local family company. MSSmarthomes.com. MSSmarthomes.com. If you have a home theater system and it isn't working, they'll fix it. If you don't have a home theater system and you want to be cool like the cool kids, call. <laughs> go visit MSSmarthomes.com. You got to. You got to go visit MSSmarthomes.com. A&M Jimbo Fisher, 1230 today. Do you know who won't be there for A&M? If you haven't followed in the news, well, wide receiver Anias Smith. He was arrested just yesterday, planned to be there with the Aggies. He was one of three representatives. Jimbo Fisher's program, you know, can't catch a break, can they? What do we call that down here in Mississippi? Lack of institutional control? We've heard that phrase before, right? There's a pattern in Jimbo Fisher's history. There's a pattern and how he runs his program. We've seen it happen at Florida State. We've seen it now happen at A&M. And I'm not saying that coaches don't have players do dumb things, no matter who you are. Saban, Belichick, doesn't matter. List your favorite coach. He had someone do something stupid under him. But you just wonder, is Jimbo Fisher caught up in the nonsense outside the locker room to the point where he's lost a little bit of control in the locker room. I don't know. That's a question that uh, we will see answered come football season time. And the thing is, the Aggies, and the Aggies could go 8-4. and four. That expensive, si- oh, excuse me, that tradition-laden signing class, right? Might go 8-4 and four this year. We'll see what the Aggies and Jimbo Fisher have to say. Bo Bounds, at Bo Bounds on Twitter, will be live from Atlanta coming up later today. You're going to want to follow him, at Bo Bounds on Twitter, live in Atlanta covering Jimbo Fisher and SEC Media Days from the Chick-fil-A College Football Hall of Fame. Big Board coming up next. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's on the big board? Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, the big board, powered by Bulldog Burger. That's right, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Starville and Tupelo. Best burgers, chicken sandwich to die for with that turmeric mayo. Ooh, and of course, onion rings and comeback. You got to check out Bulldog Burger for your lunch or dinner stop today. Bulldog Burger, Ridgeland, Starville and Tupelo. I helped open the one in Starville. It's my claim to fame for Bulldog Burgers. So there you go. Bulldog Burger, Ridgeland, Starville, and Tupelo. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for the incomparable one. Bo Bounds out on assignment today. He's rocking and rolling to Atlanta, Georgia. The Chick-fil-A College Football Hall of Fame. He'll be on location to monitor the very latest from the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Jimbo Fisher. We ain't going nowhere. No, you're not. You certainly are not. The big board powered today by Bulldog Burger. I want to get into a very interesting topic. I want you to bear with me here. I'm going to start in Major League Baseball, but I'm going to bend it back to our college football and NFL discussion. Okay, you ready? Here we go. If you did not watch the MLB All-Star Game, there was one thing One thing that Major League Baseball did that I thought was innovative, interesting, exciting, entertaining. It was a great thing to involve the fans. If you watched the MLB All-Star Game, I'd love to know if you know what it is. 601-885-3776 is the Ag Up Equipment text line. That's 601-885-3776. The MLB All-Star Game did one thing that I thought was fan flippantastic, And here's what it was. Okay, you ready? They mic'd up pitchers in the game. Now, you might be saying, Blake, hold on now. I've seen players mic'd up before. And you'd be correct. We've seen players mic'd up in a couple different sports. Typically, it is in an All-Star Game or in an exhibition-style game. And, and understandably so, when you're being paid millions of dollars you cannot sacrifice the ability to win games right we, we understand that but this was something unique major league baseball mic'd up the pitcher on the mound and the pitcher on the mound was having a conversation with the broadcast booth while he was pitching i want you to think about that one pitcher asked john smoltz who was in the broadcast booth, the pitcher asked John Smoltz, hey, Smoltzy, what should I throw next? 
What pitch should I throw next? And I understand that there are people who don't enjoy some of the nuances and the expansion of broadcast. But I think most of us are looking for more entertainment. Most of us want things to be as entertaining as possible. Most of us want to get as much access out of our professional sports environments as we can. I love the idea of a pitcher standing on the mound and talking to the broadcast booth about what he's going to throw. Catcher just called fastball. I'm going to shake him off. I'm throwing the slider. Here we go. Asking a former Major League All-Star, a Hall of Famer, John Smoltz, asking him what pitch to throw next in a sequence in the All-Star game. I love that. I love that. And you're if you're not a baseball fan, I get it. I understand. We're not all we're not all fans of every sport. But here's where it applies to your favorite sport and my favorite sport, college football and the NFL. Take that concept and bring it to the NFL. Bring it to college football. The quarterback position. Mic up a quarterback. Give me a quarterback calling plays in the huddle, audibling at the line, scanning the defense, and then calling up to Tony Romo in the booth and saying, Tony, who do you think is going to be open right here? Right? Tony Romo's like, hey, you got Dak, you got CeeDee Lamb all day on this play. Too high safety, CeeDee Lamb's going to be open across the middle. Boom. Nail it. Right? You get down to the goal line, you call up, hey, Jim Nance, who, what what play should I run here, Jim? Should we, should we run it or should we throw it? Right? Now, I understand you're not going to do that in a regular season NFL game. I get that. I understand. But you want to make the Pro Bowl more interesting? You want to make exhibition games more interesting you want to give access into college football do that for spring games do things where it's interactive right give the fan give the listener access that they don't normally get that's what we want it's what everyone wants so i thought what mlb all-star game did miking up pitchers and dis- and having the pitcher talk about what they're throwing, talk about approaching a batter, talk about this, that, and the other with the broadcast while they're throwing. I thought that was incredible. I think you can bring that to college football in the NFL. And I get that college football has some limited applications given some of the restrictions we've put on the idea of student athletes. But life is changing as we know it in college football. Every day, life is different in the college football landscape. It wasn't a year ago yesterday that the SEC added Oklahoma and Texas, that it became official. Uh, not official, it became public. Excuse me. Became official shortly thereafter. But it became public a year ago yesterday. Okay? Life comes at you fast. We went from the SEC, 12 teams, all in the southeast, all in a nice little footprint geographically. The Big 12 in their little footprint in the Midwest to the Middle America. The West Coast Pac-10. The Big 10 with its, you know, holier than thou. We're the the Middle Eastern part of America. We're, we're just, we're the old school guys. The East Coast, the ACC, all of this. None of this was like this 10 years ago. 
10 years ago in 2012, we were just then expanding to A&M in Missouri. Nebraska moving out of the Big 12. Teams leaving the ACC for the Big 10 and vice versa. The Pac-10 becoming the Pac-12. That was just 10 years ago. College football changes every day. And I think adding entertainment, adding value, the way the MLB All-Star Day, All-Star Game did with miking up a pitcher in the middle of the game. We've seen fielders. We've even seen hitters. But a pitcher in the middle of the game. Give me the QB mic'd up in the NFL. Give me Will Rogers. Give me Matt Corral mic'd up in the SEC. Give me inside access that I can't get anywhere else. That's your job. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Live at the Bank Plus studio, it's a Tito's Thirsty Thursday. And it's SEC Media Days, day number four. It's the last one. Jimbo Fisher going to wrap things up. And Bo Bounds will be live on location. You can follow him on Twitter, at Bo Bounds. You can follow him on Instagram, Bo underscore Bounds. And you can check out all the content from the College Football Hall of Fame and SEC Media Days. Thank God they are moving that thing around. It needed to get out of Birmingham. It needed to go to... Well, Atlanta's a great spot. I don't. I really don't know where else you would take it. I think Atlanta is a fantastic spot. I don't think you need to move it anywhere. I think you can keep it at the College Football Hall of Fame, and everyone will be happy. SEC Media Days, it's Brian Harson first with Auburn, Josh Heupel with Tennessee, and then your man, Jimbo... It's really despicable. Fisher. That's right. Jimbo Fisher. Going on about midday today. Bo Bounds will be live on location. The Out of Bounds Show. Powered by Fleetway Market. That's right. Fuel up at Fleetway Market this football season. Whether you're headed to the high school field, Startville, Oxford, Hattiesburg, wherever you're going, they now have uh, 24 locations. They're growing, baby. 22 when we started, 24 now. Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway and go check out the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. Southern home-cooked foods. The Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. You're going to want to check it out. Coming up next, the SEC Insider Hit. We're going to talk to Tom Luganville on the other side. We have a new guest coming up at 8.30, Anthony Rothman, Ohio State Insider. Anthony Rothman with 97.1, the fan, going to join us at 8.30. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in Mississippi. Farm Bureau Insurance. Call in line 601-707-3750. SEC Media Days in Atlanta this week. And maybe we'll get something good. Uh, at the College Football Hall of Fame, we welcome in our friend Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Luke's joined us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Uh, Tom, have you been to the College Football Hall of Fame? Oh yeah, many many times. It's uh, if you haven't if you haven't gone, they've done an unbelievable job with that spot. Um, in fact, a couple of years ago, you know, we have our annual college football kickoff meetings every August. Um, and a couple of years ago, we actually did it from inside the College Football Hall of Fame. It was pretty cool. Okay. I can't wait to go. I'm going uh, Thursday. And uh, Have you been? I have not been. No. Oh, it's really neat, man. They do a really, really cool job, and, and there's so much to see. You'll have, a, you'll have a big time there. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to get there for the last guy, Jimbo Fisher, who's made the most noise in the, uh, in the offseason. <laughs> And and then I'm gonna do some other things. I don't really do. You know, you don't remember this probably, but right before we started having you on, I ran into you and your wife um, in, in Birmingham. Birmingham at SEC Media Days. We were going yep. to dinner at some restaurant, both of us, right across the street. It's a pretty good place, Jay something. I don't remember what it's called anyway. And um, and I think that may have been what got me to eventually track you down and be a part of our SEC football coverage. But that was that was probably seven, eight years ago, Luke's Something like it that. It was. It, yeah. it was. It was actually even before we had the SEC network because we were there for ESPNU covering it. That's what it was. And uh and you're right, in that my wife was there. I think I I think my son and daughter were there too. Um because my wife's from Alabama and so they just kind of came along and and kind of experienced SEC media days, which is obviously fun. Yeah, they were tiny. I remember seeing them, all of y'all in the lobby yeah. waiting on a table. I mean, in the uh, little area where you wait on a table. Um, all right, so as we as we go into SEC media days, do you think Jimbo Fisher, I mean, he's going to be asked all these questions. He's kind of gotten into it with both Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban in the offseason. And and look, he's uh, he burns pretty hot, but I would have to believe they've also talked to him a little bit, if anybody can talk to him, that is. Uh, these guys are making so much money, I don't really think they answer to many people. Uh, do you think he keeps his composure on Thursday, 
Or do you think that uh, a media person could get him all revved up on a question about what's happened in the last five or six months, Tom? I think a lot of it depends on what he's asked and the tone in which he's asked it. Um, because I think those are things that can easily set him off. And, you know, I, I would like to believe that he wants this to be old news and to move on. I wouldn't be surprised if he does get asked about it. If he just says, guys, that's old news. Let's talk about my football team. I'll answer any question you want about who we are as a football team and getting ready for the upcoming season. But that stuff, we've already dealt with it. There's no other reason to deal with it. I'm not answering any other questions about it. I think if he does that early, that will help him. Okay. I think you're right. Um, today, you know, Lane Lane will be front and center about 2.30 your time, one thirty our time. And Lane is one of the three in the league that's been very vocal about name image likeness. Um, and we know we're going to hear it all week. You're, you're at... Uh, you're with the ACC network this week and doing all that. Um, do you think there's anything else they can say that is even remotely uh, interesting or that will set up, set off some kind of firestorm, Tom? Well, I think that, you know, he, you're right. He's been very vocal. He's been very upfront about how he feels the landscape is changing, right, wrong, or indifferent, good, bad, or ugly. He knows that he's going to be asked about it and he knows people want to hear his opinion. I think the reason why he comments on it is because he knows that the vast majority of people involved in the sport share the same opinion that he has. So he's kind of become a little bit of a kind of a universal voice, if you will, Uh, because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to speak on it. They just want to move on. I think what he's doing is every single time he mentions something about it, to some degree there's a calculation of sending a message out there, whether it's to recruits, whether it's to his current roster, that, hey, he's embracing this. He understands it. He knows it's here to stay. He's not trying to change it. He's not trying to fight against it. He's just accepted that this is what it is, and he wants the people to know that, You know, if you're going to be involved with Ole Miss football, you're not going to have a problem with us from a name, image, and likeness standpoint. When were you sold on Lane Kiffin? Because when you and I talked when he was hired, you were on board, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people still had him pegged as the kind of spoiled brat or a guy that that wasn't going to be able to to get it done, right, To, to really run a program even though he had done a really mm-hmm. good job at Florida Atlantic and had no doubt turned Saban's uh, Alabama offense into more of a, a modernized offense. When were you sold on Lane Kiffin? Oh, I think I would probably go back to the days at USC when he was working under Norm Chow and along with Steve Sarkeesian and, um, you know, I think the one thing that gets glossed over in all of the, I guess I would call it all of the hype or the, the stigma or however you want to describe the attention that in many instances he's brought on to himself, okay? What gets glossed over is how smart he is. Like, he is a really 
really bright individual. And he's an extremely bright uh, guy when it comes to X's and O's. And I think as you've watched his evolution, you know, the old Norm Chow offense, that offense that was with Matt Leinart and all of those, you know, that was the old BYU offense. That was the old LaBelle Edwards offense. If you remember, it was pure pocket passers, play action pass, heavy downhill run game, play action pass game. And now look what he has evolved to. As the game's changed, he has changed. As the quarterback position has vastly changed, instead of fighting it, he's embraced it. And as a result, I think you brought up a perfect example. For them to do what they did with Blake Sims and Jacob Coker is ridiculous. I mean, that, that, that was maybe some of the best coaching you could possibly ever imagine. And I think what he did is he convinced Nick Saban that we can be more dynamic, we can be more flashy, and not give up how we run the football. I think there's this, there's this mentality or there's this thought sometimes that if, if we become too spread, all of a sudden we're not going to be a physical football team, we're not going to be able to run the ball. That, I think that's a fallacy. I really do. And I think that he was able to convince Nick Saban that it truly is because while they became more explosive and became more dynamic, they were still running the heck out of the football. Right. Um, all right, so you've been so, – of course, you're from the West Coast, and um, Kiffin spent a lot of time out there. But, yeah, you, you were sold from the jump. Uh, I think also the reason why he's talking name, image, likeness is he realizes he can't win it all at Ole Miss, Tom. And that's frustrating to him. And although well, they – think about it, though. Think about this, though. But right now in college football, can you name more than five teams that you think could win it all? I can't. Um, you know, I think if and Southern name, image, and likeness, that that gap's widening even even further because at an, a place like Ole Miss, like how how are you or your Mississippi State or your uh, Arkansas or whoever, sure, how are you supposed to compete on the same playing field in name, image, and likeness with Alabama or LSU or Georgia? How are you supposed to do that? The answer is you can't. No. Uh, Ideally, we would get those teams up and running and throw in Ohio State and Southern Cal. It'd be nice to have five to six teams that could go win it. Um, not every year, but gosh, if it was just every now and then, that would be a lot better and more competitive. I don't know if we'll ever get there. Because um, I don't think we've ever had, you know, what Saban's talking about as far as competitive. We, we've never yeah. had competitive balance in the sport. I mean, I no. don't know. You know, I mean, the bottom line is you're going to have the Blue Bloods, and when they're run the right way, uh, they can win it. Um, at Bam, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Southern Cal, blah, blah, blah. But Yeah, Clemson. Uh, Clemson. Yeah, I, you know what, though? I wonder, Tom, if Clemson can hang. Dabo Sweeney is phenomenal. What he did is incredible. If they don't ever play for it again, winning two and playing for two is absolutely remarkable. If you made me bet, right. Lugs, today, a hundred bucks, thousand bucks, whatever, I would bet that they don't play for it again. Uh, it's just too da- it's too darn hard, and they're not a top ten recruiter, and he's lost, you know, Venables and Scott and Elliott, and I, I just don't see it. Now, the only flip side is path of least resistance. Dabo would never, he would never even probably get there in the SEC because he'd play too many top ten, top fifteen recruiters. And even as good as he is, he'd have too many nine and three seasons. But uh, I don't, I don't see it, Tom. I think they caught 
lightning in a bottle, more power to them. It should be tip of the cap, one of the most amazing runs in the history of college football. But I don't, I don't think he can bottle it and get back. So here's the only area that I would disagree with you is we're talking name, image, and likeness, and we are talking about status of program and investment in the program. Clemson is one of the few programs outside of the SEC that has an SEC investment on behalf of the university. Mm. The powers that be, the people that are invested there, whether it's in the community, whether it's through the university itself, they have invested in football there the way an Alabama or an Auburn or an LSU or an Ohio State have. I, I agree with you there. I don't know what happened with Dabo. Mike Krzyzewski did this 22 years ago. I'm not going to recruit one and dones. And then somebody sat him yeah. down and said, Mike, do you want to win another national championship, Coach K? And he said, yes. He said, right, then you yeah. need to pivot and evolve. I think Dabo has missed big on the transfer portal and JUCO. And when when you're anybody, Alabama and LSU use all three, okay? Because it's, it's so darn difficult to win it. But if Dabo doesn't pivot quickly, and I, he's already missed out because he was the hot thing 24 months ago, and this thing was you were capable of going into and, and investing into the two platforms that I'm referencing, you know, at that time. Uh, he he better get into the transfer portal. He better embrace name image likeness, and he better look at JUCO recruiting. In my opinion, Luke's your thoughts. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he has to worry about the junior college side of things. I do think that he could dabble in the in the transfer portal in the same manner that Alabama has. We're not talking about five guys. We're not talking about seven guys. We're talking about one or two guys that are better than what you currently have, and that's not easy to do. I mean, when you look at Clemson's roster, you look at Ohio State's roster. If you're going to take a transfer portal guy, all right, are you going to take a short-term answer for somebody that's maybe not better than what you have, or are you going to go recruit the high school ranks? So I do agree, like, if there was a Jameson Williams out there or a Henry To'o To'o, and I'm using Alabama in, the, in, in that reference, um, that is better than what you currently have, then, yeah, I think you've got to go after that. And they have not done that. They've chosen uh, not to do that. I think from a name, image, and likeness standpoint, they'll be fine. They have enough resources there and particularly internally have enough resources to ensure that, um, that they can be competitive on that landscape. Yeah, and if they if they're not part of the party, that opens it up for someone else. Um, and and I don't know sure. who that is. It could be. I think Lincoln Riley and Southern Cal will be the next one to join the party for at least competing and being in the discussion into November, not this year, into yeah. November for national Yo, championships, Tom. Well, it's good. It's going to be interesting. I think I might have said this to you a week or two weeks ago. I find it inter- I find it very fascinating that yes, while this is a money grab, and it is, we're talking about a thirty million dollar payout versus a minimum of what's going to be likely a seventy million dollar payout to SC and UCLA. The trade off is, it is much easier to travel from the East Coast to the West Coast to play a football game. It's an entirely different animal to travel from the West Coast to the East Coast, do noon kickoffs, and then oh by the way. What happens when you have to line up and play Wisconsin in late November on the road in your UCLA? Or you have to play at Penn State in November and it's 25 degrees. That part of things for SC and UCLA, I think is going to be a little bit of a wake-up call. And like I said to you, I do remember saying this to you last week, they went from a non-line-of-scrimmage league to a line-of-scrimmage league now. 
And I think that's going to be a bigger adjustment than people think. Agree. Tom Luganbill on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I'm looking at Bama's and Georgia's schedule. And it looks like a pretty much a cakewalk to me. Uh, if I had to mm-hmm. bet today, um, if I had to you know lay a bet down, I would say they're both 12 and 0 when they when they go to Atlanta. How do you see it? Yeah, I think barring an injury, when you look at their roster profile and you look at what they've got coming back, you know, it, could you lose focus and have a lapse and lose a close game? Sure. Um, but again, and I've said this to you going back years, if you're going to have a chance to beat those two teams, they're going to have to do something to help you. They're going to have to screw it up because you're not just going to do it mano a mano. They got better players across the board than everybody else. So to me, it kind of comes down to what do they do? Do they put themselves in a position to where they are at risk of a loss because of their own lack of focus or an injury or, you know, they have one of those uncharacteristic days where they, you know, they, they, they give up, you know, two big touchdowns on third and seven or they give up a punt return for, you know, a touchdown and all of a sudden the game's close in the fourth quarter. And oh, by the way, particularly with Alabama, but I think Georgia's going to be kind of in this conversation too, is you better be prepared to score a minimum of, you know, 35 to 40 points on both of those teams in order to be involved in the game in the fourth quarter. And how are you supposed to do that against them defensively? All right, let me ask I mean, you it's, this. It's going to be tough. With Ohio State returning C.J. Stroud and hiring an unbelievable defensive coordinator in Jim Knowles from OK Jim State, Knowles, yeah. Uh, do they have enough juice if they face off against one of those teams because they have upgraded to that level on the defensive side of the football? And you would have to believe that Knowles will give them a major boost in red zone efficiency numbers, Tom. Well, number one, yes, they absolutely do. And number two, that defense last year might have been the youngest compiled group of 11 starters. I would actually argue going into the top 22 that Ohio State has played with going back 15 to 20 years. And everybody's back that is of consequence. So they're going to be more experienced. They're already talented. They're going to be older. And then, to your point, they're going to have a coordinator coming in there that flat out knows what he's doing and is going to be dealing with much better players than the players they had at Oklahoma State. And we saw what Oklahoma State was able to do on defense, particularly when it came to sacks. And when it came to points allowed, I mean, Oklahoma State was shutting people down last yeah, year. They now, were. I think with Ohio State, yeah, Ohio State's personnel, there's no, there, there's no question, given that offense, um, this might be one of the best, most talented teams Ryan Day has had. They're going to boat race Michigan after Harbaugh messed around and lost his coordinators. All right, so, Luke, who would you take, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, if you got to pick either one and you were your uh, starter this year? Probably – you probably Bryce Young by a nose hair just because of the ability to create when things aren't perfect. And not to say that C.J. Stroud's not a good athlete. He is. He's a good enough athlete. But he's not a designated runner. He's not necessarily an improviser. He is a, a timing and rhythm and play-action passer. And I think that at times you're going to get into games, you're going to have issues where the quarterback's going to have to pull a rabbit out of his hat with his legs. And that's probably where Bryce gets the edge. Okay. SEC quarterbacks. After Bryce Young, 
And Levis's offensive coordinator is not good, but he's talented. Um, he's streaky, though. He's very streaky. Who would Tom Lugan Bill go with after Bryce Young in the SEC? I tell you, right now it might be the guy at Mississippi State, just as a, as a thrower. Um, now, is he going to have help in the run game, and are they going to be able to protect him consistently? Um, I like I like Levis. I had him in the bowl game last year. Like I said, he's very athletic. He's very talented, but he's extremely streaky, and I get very worried about streaky guys. Um, I, I You're hearing me not say Spencer Rattler because I think he's in for a little bit of a wake-up call. This is going to be the first time in his career where he's not on one of the best teams. Right. And the personnel around him, personnel, I mean, that was the coaching job of the century last year by Shane Beamer and his staff. And yet, yes, they're going to be better at quarterback, but I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a steeper, steeper curve. And I'll tell you a guy that you need to keep an eye on because I think he's going to end up being a starter. Garrett Nussmeyer at LSU, Okay, he might end up having a chance to be a really good football player. Okay. If Miles Brennan doesn't win on experience, I think they go with Nussmeyer. All right, so you just brought up something. South Carolina week two at Arkansas. They, mm-hmm. they go against the best defensive coordinator in the league, Barry Odom who doesn't have the best talent, but he's an absolute freak. That could be a wake-up yeah. call for Spencer Rattler because the game Kako sees not awesome either. And you, you go into Fayetteville and you got Barry Odom working you. That could be a long day for Rattler in that Gamecock offense, Tom. Well, well, that and for the Gamecocks on defense. I mean, that offense is pretty dynamic. Quarterback's a runner. Um, I mean, that, that, I, I would be worried about getting off the field too. I think that's going to be a real test for South Carolina. That is a that could be one of those defining moment type games. All right, we'll wrap it up with this: Florida, Utah. It's it's basically a pick 'em, but Whittingham has all this talent. No, it's but not. It's, <laughs> you don't you're not buying that. I wouldn't say it is right now. It it might be a pick 'em. Utah's got the better football team. Okay. I think Utah, if they don't screw it up, is a dark horse college football playoff team out of that league. Yeah. But, boy, can you imagine if they get upset in Gainesville? Oh, man. Yeah. And don't kid, don't kid yourself. Florida's got enough athletes to do it now. Right. I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not – everybody's sold on Anthony Richardson who hasn't done anything yet. All right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a wait-and-see type of guy with him. I know everybody's touting him and this and that. What has he done? He's really – he hasn't done anything. So, there's a little bit of a roster overhaul, and they're too deep at Florida, but they do have enough athletes to get on the field and, and be problematic. We'll leave it there. It's uh, six Saturdays from this uh, Saturday. We'll have uh, college football. Well, Labor Day weekend. I think they'll have some games the week before, but y'all know what I mean. Tom Lugan, Bill, thanks, bud. Have a great week. Uh, you too, man. See you. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood and the Jeep Wranglers, along with their pre-owned uh, SUVs and trucks, MacHikeFlowood.com. And the show is also presented by the Premium Cigars at Havana Smoke Shop, I-55 North Frontage Road in Jackson, and a Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir across from Shaggy's. So I've kind of shifted a little bit. I, I, I'm still on the Rocky Patel kick, but now... The last two weeks, Tatawahes. Try, uh, they've got a great selection of Tatawahes at uh, either Havana Smoke Shop in Jackson 
or Havana Smoke Shop at the Reservoir. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Good morning. Welcome in. Lane Kiffin, front and center, 1.30 today in Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame for SEC Media Days. And then uh, the Pirate Mike Leach tomorrow and Jimbo Fisher on Thursday. Hour number three coming up. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.